Hello and welcome to another episode of Having a Chat. My name is Tommy Kasher, and today I'm having a quick netball chat with Katie Ann Dehaney. Well, let's get into it, KD. So, you had an amazing performance on the weekend. So, you had five gains, two rebounds, one intercept, and 45 Nissan net points all in that short time you're on the court. How do you feel about your own performance from the weekend? I feel like I felt I feel good about the my performance. And even though we lost, I feel like it was a learning curve for us because we definitely took some lessons from that game heading in, into round two this weekend. So what were some of the messages that uh, Simone had for you girls after the game? After the game. So we went into it like a usual debrief. So before a game, we usually have like, what do we want out of the game? What do we want to get from the game? So at the end, I feel like we definitely take our loose ball chase-ups and are very important. So we didn't have, I think we've had more loose balls pick-ups than us. So I feel like that's where we went down because we... Definitely got ball defensively, but we didn't chase down the loose ball. How do you work on that at training? Is that just, do you think, something that you girls will naturally click with the more time you spend together on court? I feel like, yes, definitely. We definitely suggested that we need more game time and definitely scenarios into loose balls and like penalties outside of the circle, like some scenarios to set that up for us, which includes like loose ball within the scenario so that will get the mind be more active to jump onto those loose balls heading into round two. So KD, with your performance, do you obviously Emily and Joe most of the time start the game in goalkeeper and goal defense. Do you find it hard to come off the bench and have an impact? Like how do you prepare before a game? Do you have a certain way that you prepare that may be different to other people who know they're going to be starting? Uh, yeah, because I have to like, well, all, everyone, the three persons on the bench has to warm up every four minutes. So just that physical and mental readiness to get on the court. It's a different preparation to get on the court because you have to be warming up not too far from the bench so you can still be engaged with what is happening or if someone gets injured so you can be the first to be acknowledged. So you're like, oh yeah, I'm up. So it's definitely a different um, readiness to get on the court. I have to like touch the ball at all times and just be engaged. I have to be fully engaged in what the defense line is doing because we definitely talk to each other before heading out on court. So if we're going to do a four or a mix up or a split circle, like I have to see what works and like position to give them feedback going out on court. So I have to be fully engaged. So you're basically sitting there watching what Emily's doing and maybe ways yeah. you might do something different or how you can have an impact as soon as you come on. Do you find that hard when yeah. you've got to get up every four minutes and get your legs moving and stay warm? No, because that's going to help me to to get in the game because if I just sit there for like, say, 15 minutes and then someone's like, oh, yep, you're ready, I basically am um, starting from zero. So it definitely helps when you're like warming up, warming up. So when Simone gives you that call, you're not, at zero, at least you're like at 70, 50% to go out on court and then it definitely prevents injury. Okay, now I want to talk about this game specifically because Janelle is a friend yeah. of yours. You're playing, um, for, you play for Jamaica together. I know you spend a lot of time with the other Sunshine Girls around in the SSN. Do you find it uh, yeah. that there's more pressure on you when you're playing on Janelle because you are, you know, good friends with her? 
No, it's not more pressure because we're friends. I feel like it's more pressure because she's like a dominant shooter. Like she's one of the best shooters in the world. And yeah, she's a friend of mine, but not because she's a friend. I find it hard. She's definitely (laughs) the target for West Coast fever. So it's definitely not pressuring, but it's a very difficult job to get the ball from her. Were you really happy with how you performed? Because obviously the, the first game, everyone's kind of, you know, I guess you've played some practice matches, but everyone's going in, you know, on the same level. Yeah. And for you to have the impact that you had when you came on and, you know, Janiel shot 55 from 59 and I reckon she missed two of those shots while you were on the court. So how did you feel after the game? felt disappointing because, you know, you want to win. Like the goal for everybody to go on court is to win. You know, you have, you, you're have you going to have a loser, but you don't want to be the loser. But personally for me, I thought I played well, but I definitely need improvement on um, dictating my player more and demanding the front more. I feel like I could have got more balls if I'd stay in front more and make it harder for them to just to make one more pass or to take that one second to look in rather than hitting the circle quite easily. So I feel like sticking in front more is definitely what Simone, well, she did say that after the game that I needed to stay in front more. Like we can improve on that just to stay in front more to get more ball. Do you feel like you are making great improvements from where you started at when you joined the Vixens? Yeah, in 2017, yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't have gotten those walls in 2017. And what do you put that down to? Is that just Simone's coaching? Is it Simone's coaching as well as, you know, Emily and Joe in the defensive circle? Yeah, what I do you put your improvement down of, to? A bit of both where experience lies as well. I feel like Simone's coaching and then understanding the game from 2017, 2018. So that comes down to more experience and getting more game time every time to like read the game better. So I feel like in 2017, I have a different vision to the game to now and chemistry with Joe and M and KDD. So is there any chance that you're going to talk to Simone and say, mate, I played well when I was out there. Can we just, can we just shift Joe out into wing defense? So the three of you can have that. I mean, I don't want to shift Kate to the bench, right? I really like Kate at wing defense, but I want you, Joe and Emily on together. What? Well, that's a training setup. It might, it, it all depends on what team we're playing. Because definitely Joe can definitely slide to wing defense, but it all depends on the matchups. I don't know, but I will, I will definitely not tell him about to slide Joe to wing defense. <laughs> okay. Nah. Could you I'll slide to wing defense, ready when, No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no way, nah. The furthest I'll go is goal defense and that's it. Yeah, okay. You need to stay in that circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, what yeah. did you think about the performances of um, Hannah Mundy and Ruby Barkmeyer obviously playing their first game out there for the Vixens and Hannah joining the squad or the, yeah. the final 10 quite late, you know, when Liz was injured? What was the, I guess, the feeling in the dressing room after the game around their performance? Well, we were quite disappointed, not with their performance, but like we couldn't like put them in the middle and sing our song because we didn't win. So we couldn't actually celebrate their first cap properly. I hope we can do that for round two, but for sure. I was really impressed. Well, not really impressed. I know what Ruby and Hannah Mundy can definitely offer and bring to this team. They just have to believe in themselves. Like, once they believe in themselves, even Ruby on those shots, like, when she just stepped back to whatever to get that first shot in, she's, like, incredible. She's definitely going to be someone to stop in the near future. And Hannah, hitting that circle, I feel like 
I will agree with others when they're like, oh, she's Lizzie Watson's second. She definitely has some improving to do, but what she has to offer is definitely unique. I couldn't agree more. I think watching the game, they both had moments where you saw the potential of the level they can get to, but I guess it would be tough for Hannah coming in trying to replace Liz Watson and um, Ruby coming in trying to replace Tegan and Caitlin. So I was lucky enough to go to the 19 and under championships a couple of years ago when both those girls were playing in the rate. The way Ruby just turns and puts the ball up and shoots, hopefully when she gets that confidence, that will come out out on court. And, you know, in partnership with Kalia and MJ, I think it'll be a goal circle that'll trouble a lot of defensive lines across the league. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like those girls are so young coming up but they shouldn't even though we definitely miss Liz and Tegan and Caitlin out there but I feel like they shouldn't carry the burden to say oh I have to fill Tegan's shoes or I have to fill Lizzie Watson's shoes I feel like they just need to do them like bring Hannah Mundy and bring Ruby Barkman to the court like just go out and play have confidence and play mate that is a great sentiment and I love that they don't need to replace anyone they just need to be themselves yeah they just need to be themselves Mate, bloody oath, that's a great mess. Is that something you girls have spoken about internally that they just no. everyone needs? Oh, you, mate, you should be a coach. You've got a future in coaching. No, nah. nah, I feel like they're not like at training because I do not want Ruby in the circle at training. She's like, oh, I've got you again. But at training, I'm like, look, I don't need you in this circle because she's that good. Like once she has confidence, yep. they're that good. Even Hannah feeding the circle, I'm like, Oh, it was that Lizzie, but no, nah, it's Hannah. They're bringing their own style to the game. So that's definitely good. That If they have confidence, people will definitely see them on court for them, not for like, oh, Tegan, oh, that's a Tegan move. Well, they will definitely refer to Tegan for sure because she's definitely quick. Or even that's, oh, that's a Lizzie Watson bullet past the circle. But for sure, that's something they can just bring to the game, bring themselves to the game. So this week got the lightning. Now, obviously, it doesn't get any easier for you from Janil to Karakonen and then Peace Proskovia. So how do you look at this game against the lightning attacking circle? Well, they have more... I think they can go post and also moving. So I feel like it's a different circle from the fever circle. Both shooters offer something to the post. Like They both are pretty accurate to the post. Preparation-wise, we haven't done PA as yet, but it's not a different circle from last year. We all know when Sefwood gets that first shot in, that's a, a confident shot. So I feel like Joe, well, us defensively, has has to like keep their attackers thinking about what's next. Don't let them have that vision to pass the ball in on the first second. So I feel like delaying the attackers are going to be a big thing for us and make them have someone on them every ball they take, that will definitely wear them down um, across the game. So I feel like that's what Simon would say to us. KD, thank you so much for joining me, mate. I really appreciate the chat and all the best against the Lightning this weekend. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.